It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello and welcome to the Flying Whippet Production Studios coming to you Good live. Good evening, my man. From San Antonio, Texas. We got Jeff back in the in the hot seat in the batter's box. Folks, it's uh the show has had some interesting start to it. Bob lost his keys. I'm racing from work to get down here. Jeff's got two kiddos at home. Jeff baby- and, and and Jeff's cold. Yeah, it's cold out there. That northern is blowing in right now. Yeah, we got a winter storm watch coming in, sleet and snow tonight. Reason I tell you all this is we work hard to come down here, try to entertain. Hopefully we do that. Just do us one favor, folks. If you're watching the show, tap that little like button, hit the subscribe. It really helps get our content out there. And it's a way really at this point, we're not trying to be Joe Rogan or somebody, but it just helps us. Um to let people know that they're interested in keeping this content alive. So having said that, let's jump right into the show. Oh man, we have nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk about. (laughs) Not the greatest two weekends in football sports history. Not Brian Flores, not the Washington Commanders. Not Tom Brady retires twice. What do we want to talk about? <laughs> what do we uh, want to start with? All right, let's start with, well, you got it here, show rundown. Let's start with, but guys, stay throughout the show because we're going to have some hot Super Bowl picks. You want to make some money? Stick around. You know what? Let's start with that. And let's start with why you are wearing the Bengals attire. Who day? Who day? going to beat them Bengals. And who was that yeah. who picked the Bengals? If everything hadn't been such a nightmare, we would have pulled up that plug but we can do it next week i i picked the Bengals on this very show before the playoffs began to go to the super bowl i don't know what it was about them i do think it was the belief in burrow coupled with the speed team speed on defense yeah. that i think really allowed them to hang with kansas city yeah. uh where other teams couldn't right and then the second part of that is that i think kansas city kind of shot their shot yeah against the bills they did uh they made their miracle in that game multiple times down. Uh, I just didn't think they could have more bullets in the chamber. And they did in the first half. And if they kick that field goal at the end of the first half, maybe the whole dynamic of the second half yeah, What changes. the hell was that at the end of the first <clears> half? <throat> terrible well, play call, terrible decision, uh, just all around irresponsible play calling. That's called arrogance. You're like, it is. You, we don't respect these guys. Um, but having said that, if they do score... Uh, that could have been the dagger. So I think Andy Reid was, you know, you can always second guess it. Would it have been a, bl- a great play call if they would have scored? Would it have been talking about, oh, they should have taken a field goal? Well, at, at, so at it's the, easy to Monday morning. No, at, at, at the end of the day, I have arguments, ongoing arguments about this. The play call wasn't a bad play call because of how it turned out. No, it was the wrong idea. Was it? I mean, did though. To give Andy Reid a little bit of credit, what information did he have that I did not have? I mean, he has a lot of information yeah. that I don't have, but plenty. So, so what and he's drove, him, drove him? Say, and he's he's never going to tell us what it was. The the play they ran on the previous down, where Mahomes rolled to his left, saw nothing, and just threw it straight into the ground. Right, right? only took four seconds. Well, that's the play call there. Yeah. Or, or something similar. Yeah, you not know, throwing it's, it to like the four yards. You can't line. run something lateral. 
You just can't do that. Yeah. I mean, they even had a timeout left. You could have you could have handed the ball off, run it into the line, and if you didn't get to the end zone, call timeout. And, but you yeah. couldn't you couldn't take a six second play. And this is the same team that went fifty yards for a game tying field goal in thirteen, in 13 seconds. seconds. Yeah. 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 So well, look, that but, was a great game. That Bills game was one of the greats that I've ever watched in my entire life in any sport, but definitely the best NFL game. Right. And then, you know, you kind of back it up uh, or justify it, verify it, validate it with the Bengals comeback this past Sunday. That was an amazing football game. And the Rams 49ers couldn't have been much better. Um, I honestly well, thought the Niners were going to hold on to that game and if they'd had Tom Brady as their quarterback instead of Jimmy G, yeah. I think they probably win that game. But alas, it's it's it, look, we have a great Super Bowl matchup and we'll certainly get into the betting lines and all of that later in our picks. Well, here's here's my thought on that 49er game. <laughs> yes, Tart. <laughs> Jamie Dart. <laughs> I, I, I just knew Jimmy G was going to. F it up. It wasn't Jimmy G's fault. It wasn't. The, the wobbly, he, he, he can't throw the ball away. Uh, at least give him a chance. And he throws that little, what, uh, who was that quarterback for the Jets? I was tore, the, the butt fumble. Oh, uh, Mark Sanchez. Sanchez. Yeah, he did a Sanchez where he just kind of wings it up in the air. Was, he had to make that play. It was third and 12. But you know honestly, what? Jimmy G didn't win or lose that football game. Well, for he would have lost the Super Bowl if he would have gotten in Absolutely. There. I didn't want to see him in there anyway. Yeah. All I'm, I, look, I'm just thrilled that to back up my prediction on this show, yeah. I bet the Bengals in every you, round, you, you tied them in parlays with everybody in every round. And thank you, Bengals, because we're going on vacation this spring because of you. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm a Bengals fan, and, and I wasn't disagreeing with what you were saying. It's just I've, I've had my heart broken so many times that I was scared to, to get too cocky being a fan because – I'm just so excited right now. I mean, They're the it's been, Bungles. It's been nine, yeah, it's been 1988 when Joe Montana <laughs> did the gargoyle just move. Yeah, well, I, that's a little creepy. It's been it's 1988 though. Oh, it's a Griffin. <laughs> He's right. Gargoyle Griffin. I'll never interrupt Take my Pichotta. show with you guys' conversation. <laughs> <laughs> just know that. No, the, no, but 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 the, I'm so stoked. I'm so happy. So and, you should be. And one was 21 three. You know, I got a new nickname. Hopefully it catches fire. His new name is Joey Believe. Okay. Joey Believe. Have you heard the other one that they're calling I've heard him? Joey Burr. Joey Burr is good because he's, he's ice cold. <laughs> it's really good. Well, yeah. we, how about Jim Nance with the following in the lines of Joe Montana and Joe Theismann? God bless Jim Nance sucks. Yeah. He, I mean, that is just so cheesy. The hyperbole it, and they, they overreact. And he always comes up with some sort of bizarro numeric reference. The final score of that game, the same as today, 17-14. Yeah, 17-14. It happens five times every weekend in the NFL. Yeah. Ugh, it drives me bananas. Anyway, whatever. I'm stoked. That game was great. I do you want to just go ahead and give our picks? Well, let's talk about the 49er game. Okay. Because he said the Bengals were going to get their asses kicked, this guy being Bob, and they didn't. I thought so. And he said the 49ers were going to win. I said, no, Joey G was screwed up. I still got that game with the point spread. Yeah. 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 Did you? Still felt good about it. So I only went 50-50 this weekend. Yeah. Okay. Um, look, that was a really good football game. Um, the bottom line is that, the Rams basically have a better quarterback wide receiver combination than do the uh, San Francisco 49ers. We've got no, Bush. That, 
No, I, that, that game was won and lost in the running game. Yeah. I mean, what, whatever the, the two defensive coordinators who deserve trophies are the Rams defensive coordinator and the Bengals defensive coordinator. Yeah. That Bengals defensive coordinator did something at halftime. He sacrificed a small animal of some variety <laughs> and adjusted amazingly well. And the Rams had an amazing game plan to shut down the 49ers run game and put it on Jimmy G's shoulders, which I love Jimmy G. The man's got a, a chin to die for, but you don't put that game on his shoulders. Well, he was made in like a homosexual laboratory. I mean, he is one handsome dude. Okay, let's just be straight yeah. about that. <laughs> if I maybe straight's the wrong word he, here, but he's a cutie pie. He's he is, but I, I mean, he can't throw the football. That's sort of important at that position. Do you remember? This is a true story. If you guys don't don't remember this, when Jackie Sherrill was the head coach at, I think it was when he was at A and M, but it might have been when he was at like Ole Miss or Mississippi State, maybe, where he sacrificed a calf in the locker room before the game to get his players. Oh, oh, you know what? I apologize. He He did not sacrifice the calf. He castrated the calf. Eh, That's another way to go. And he did get in a a bunch of shit. He did. Yeah. Yeah. So, So, yeah. So now we're looking at the Rams and the Bengals. If, if Stafford, plays the way the Stafford can play and the Rams DC comes out and does what he did to the Niners, to the Bengals. I think it's going to be a long day for Cincinnati. I have ridden the Bengals hard. I mean, I just finished telling you every single round. I put a lot of plays on them. They're not winning this football game. The problem with Cincinnati has been all year and will continue to be. They can't protect Joe Burrow. They never do. And the only reason they were able, uh, excuse me, the only reason they were able to do it against Kansas City is because Kansas City doesn't have a great pass rushing attack. And they still put some pressure on Burrow in that game. When you put uh, Aaron Donald and uh, Robinson, uh, who's a good Texas boy, on uh, on that defensive line, they're going to get to Burrow. And if he's under pressure all game from those guys, it's going to be a long day. Honestly, I think the Rams probably win this one big. So my thought is um, a couple things have to happen for the Bengals to have a chance. One, they got to keep Joe Burrow upright. Now that's going to be a hard task because their offensive line is probably the worst in the NFL. He got hit more than any other quarterback. Yeah, And if this, if he gets sacked seven or eight times, hopefully he just makes it through the game. What Cincinnati has to do is they've got to move that tight end. You got to have your tight ends now. He he's your extra offensive lineman. So yeah. essentially, that's a Zuma, you, right? Yeah, you got to let. Well, if he's if, if he's, he's healthy, playing, if it's not bringing Sample or the other guy uh, Boyd, but you've got to have them up on the line protecting Burrows. You got to have Mixon in front of him so that he can be a bump in the road when when uh, Donald comes tearing through, and then you've got to roll Burrows out. You've got to have him moving left, right, do some pat, and I don't know how comfortable he is with that. Yeah, that's I mean, not really his thing, but, is it? But, but you got he's got to get uncomfortable because he's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And then you got to free up Higgins and and um, help me out here, Higgins. Chase Daniel. I mean, uh, uh, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. You got <laughs> you got to let them do their thing. Um, you know what I saw at a borough that I hadn't seen 
in weeks, and he picked it up last week against ran. Kansas City. He ran. He ran. He ran. He stepped up in yeah. the pocket and he ran. And broke some tackles. Con- yeah. Con- continued drives by yeah. picking up third down conversions with his legs. That's going to be huge yeah. for him. But eluding the Rams rush is not like eluding the, the Chiefs I, rush. I understand. They're really going to have to put that tight end up there, and they're going to have to put Mixon up there. They're going to have to roll him out. The defense is going to have to play the game of their life. And uh, I'm a Bengals fan. I I had the keys to winning. They did those last week. If you looked at my um, Facebook, um, they have to play the game of their life. Unfortunately, I don't think they're going to. They're going to have to put some pressure on Stafford because Stafford will make some mistakes. Mm-hmm. He's capable of going Jimmy G for no reason and throwing three interceptions well, in the game. Yes. I, I mean, to... It, it, if you if you go back to the Ram Patriots, uh, not the Patriots, the Buccaneers. That's that's who Tom just retired from. Yep. Uh, if you go back to that game, I think what the Bengals, how the Bengals can win, is unconventionally. I mean, straight up. Yeah. I mean, they, they're not going to stand toe to toe with Stafford that offense. Got to throw some wrinkles. Line. Yeah. So you you get Cup to cough something up. You get Acres to cough something up. That's the only way that yeah. Brady comes back in that game are those two turnovers. Well, that's a, an excellent point. I mean, Stafford in his last three regular season games threw eight interceptions. Acres two rounds ago fumbled the ball twice. Uh, Cooper Cup, I haven't seen a whole lot of mistakes from. And frankly, if you're looking for a wide receiver to make a mistake in this football game, it's probably Jamar Chase. He had the drops early this season, which is long forgotten now. Yeah. But when you put him under the bright lights and the big stage of the Super Bowl, is he going to have an important drop? I mean, you could see he, him. He won a national title. He, you could see him He's been under the bright breaking lights. open 35 yards downfield, Burrow putting one on his numbers and him actually dropping yeah. it. And it being the kind of game that, you know, or the kind of play that changes the outlook of the game. Burris has a 2.5 second release from the time he's, he catches the ball. If they'll just give him three and a half seconds, they have a chance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Score. Give me a score. Rams 35, Bengals 17. 28-13, Rams. Okay. Uh, 44-23, Rams. Don't hate me, Bengals fans. I just, I love them. I want them to win. And probably by me picking against them to win, which is what I want. Which would be fine. And like I said, I haven't haven't bet on them all year because I don't bet teams I'm emotionally attached to and they've had a hell of a year. Uh, What's interesting stat is in the last 20 years, we're having a Super Bowl. There's only been three. This will be the fourth that we haven't had a guy named Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, or a Manning brother. Wow. Isn't that something? In how long? In In the last 20 years, there's only been three Super Bowls. That's bananas. And and what's amazing, wasn't last year the first time that one of the Super Bowl teams was in their home stadium? That's correct. And, and now we have a second one. In a row. In a row. That's that that's one of those weird things. Yeah, the, the I remember as a kid I used to think, wow, you know, what a big deal if you could ever play the Super Bowl in your home stadium. Yeah. Why? And it never would happen. Then you got it last year and the Bucks won. I mean, I guess you got to figure the Rams win it here, but I've been to a Super Bowl before. Home field advantage. Doesn't seem like it would play much of a part, to be honest. No, there's so many no, corporate no, tickets yeah. that are out there. There, those people aren't fans of either team. They're just yeah. there for the Super Bowl. The, in fact, the, the Niners had more fans than the Rams. Yeah, the, yeah. the only the only home field advantage is Stafford is sleeping in his own bed. Yeah, Aaron Donald is sleeping in his own bed. All the Rams are doing their normal their commute normal routine. That's true. 
that'll help. That well, will the, help. So. The other thing I can say, and we'll move on to something else, is, you know, the Bengals have uh, surprised everybody. Let's see if they can do it one more time. No, the Redskins surprised everybody this week, too, didn't they? Well, uh, great yes, seg- they did. Great segue, but let me let me mention something here real quick. The NFL right now, if you're an executive, you're dancing with a frown on your face because you just had two amazing weekends of football. Yeah. And now you're getting lawsuits dropped. On. Well, let's, yeah, you're right. Let's, let's get to the lawsuits because I want to have some fun first. All right. Okay. I mean, talk about, yeah, two great weekends of football. And then the Washington football team decides to, I, I don't know, tell us a joke here. <laughs> here, here is a poster that's going to be sitting outside FedEx field. <laughs> well, we knew that. Wait, I don't get it. The, the name had leaked like two weeks ago, so this is kind of old news. This commander's crap. Well, what's amazing? Oh, you're saying they're going to be called the commies? They are going to be called the commies. Oh, God. No, I got a name for them. That's terrible. The Manders? They are the Washington Panders. Panderers? <laughs> I mean, it's... who? It's an you, awful, you, awful name. I mean, the Washington football team was funny to start with. And then it kind of grew on me. And then it was kind of this interesting kind of out of the ordinary, out of the normal. And it became kind of fun. And you've had two years to come up with a name. And was there anybody in the room that that raised their hand or was it like the 21 year old intern from like Syracuse (laughs) who sit in their room going, hey, guys, uh, commanders might be shortened to commies and maybe we shouldn't do that yeah, and everyone else said no 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 no, nobody's gonna do that yeah. oh man so this goes this th- okay this is a problem it's been a lot longer than two years i lived in washington dc from 1995 till 2001 um during that time you survived another washington team had to change names the bullets remember that yeah, i remember that and i remember the washington post uh had like a, a write-in uh, for voting on what the new name ought to be. And um, Wizards was one of them, but you could write in. And I wrote in Woodpeckers because I figured if you everybody shortens the name, you could be the Woodies, you could be the Peckers. You'd sell hats like the South Carolina Gamecocks for sure, Absolutely. right? I mean, lots of merch. But they choose the Wizards, which was a terrible, terrible name. And it still is a bad name. Yeah. Go back a little further. The Toronto Raptors, also a terrible name. You come a little more into the modern era. New Orleans changed their name to the Pelicans. I mean, have we run out of yeah, things? No, no, no. Terrible. The best one before we got here. Yes. The Seattle Kraken. Oh yeah. 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 Who, yeah. who to their fans play in the crack house. They do the crack house. <laughs> well, yes, what they I do. Want, what I That's wanted, hockey for y'all. And I thought this would be good for the Redskins to celebrate my white trash beer drinking heritage calling the Washington rednecks. Okay. Well, I, I had the solution and by the way, rednecks is actually pretty good, but I thought I had this solution. They should have changed to either the warriors or the pigskins because they could have That's kept. Cool. I like pigskins. Yeah, they they were the hogs. Yeah, right. Like people dressed up like pigs. Going, yeah, like the pigskins would have worked really good. I like that. And you could have kept you could have kept the the logo. Yeah. And if you'd gone to the Warriors, you could have honored instead of using a a slur like redskin, you could have honored the Native American tradition and and called them the Warriors, which they truly were. Yeah. 
and, 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 they to blow add, it. and to add insult to injury, they went to the fashion designer, I think from the American athletic conference and these are their uniforms. It's, oh my God. Those are awful. It's like some it's, bad USFL team from the eighties. You know? Are they going to play no, TSA? I, 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 yeah, I think it's, I think it's that. I think it's like a minor conference in college. It Didn't really San Antonio is have a San Antonio commander. The San Antonio commanders. We might some, have some cheesy, we, might have. we had a cheesy football league. Yeah, yeah, this is I, yeah. Two, oh, man. two years plus, And this is what you come up with. I mean, commandos would have been cooler. But well, they might, they may go commando. Well, the NFL has, uh, <laughs> NFL's got bigger problems than names of football teams right now. They've got Gruden, who's filed a lawsuit, and those emails haven't been out in discovery yet. Yeah, Gru- to, Gruden's isn't as bad as Flores. Let's, let's Flores. talk about the Flores they lawsuit. Flores. What do you want to talk about with it? Because, honestly, I thought he was a pretty good head coach last year. I thought he got jobbed by Miami. I think he won seven in a row. Yeah, he went eight and one over the last nine nine games. Yeah, with a bad quarterback. What that tells me is there was some conflict with the front office about something we'll probably never know. Just like with David Colley in Houston, he got jobbed. I think there was some front office. Maybe so. I I, I don't know that, but maybe so. And you know who should be fired in Miami? Their general manager. Because he took, he evaluated and took Tua Tagliavailoa over Justin Herbert. Well, if if the allegations in the lawsuit are right, he may not be fired, but he may find himself behind bars as the owner. Really? What's well, the deal there? I mean, one of the allegations that Flores is making is he was offered a hundred thousand dollars per loss to tank. What? Yep. Oh, well, and, 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 and now I have not read that. And now information is coming out that Hugh Jackson, yeah. when he was with the Browns, it was intimated that he would make some money if they tanked for draft picks. Oh, wow. That, that ought to revoke ownership. I That's, would imagine. Those are federal crimes. It would. Well, definitely that because you're essentially fixing the game, right? Yeah. But, but if he's making allegations that he can't back up, um, woe to him because that, that's serious stuff. True that. But I, let me say one more thing about Brian Flores and I'm not, I've never met him. It's not like I've been in a huddle with him or a, a, a film room, nothing like that. It appeared from the outside as a guy who's watched the dolphins for my whole life mm-hmm. and watched them be crummy for most of my life. Right. Like he was finally getting his team on track. They were tough. They played good defense last yeah. year. And if they'd had a slightly more ca- talented quarterback and running game, they might've actually had something there yeah. last year. Um, and, and as it was, they were, they almost made the playoffs. Okay. They, Almost made it was the playoffs a weird and, fire, and it was a strange fire. Which made me think and there was the, something going behind the scenes. And you may be right about that because within a week of that firing, Andy, I heard a number of people talk about how they they hope their team shows interest in Flores. Yeah. Whether uh, I heard it with the Patriots, yeah. I heard it with the Bears, of course, I heard it with your usual suspects, but I heard it all the way as high up as the Patriots. He's, okay, and and he's still being considered for the Saints and the Texans. There's something going on with. They the should be considering him. Yeah. I think he's good. But but what's weird is why he would have thought he would have landed a job before he would have dropped this lawsuit. I don't know how bad that's going to hurt his stock. And did you hear about the Belichick text to him? Yes, yep. of course. So there's why is Bill Belichick always in this shit? Well, I mean, Flores was one of it was on uh, yeah. one of his staffs. I mean, I, I heard. Um, but then he said joking. He texts him back. It's it's all weird. Of, of course, he said joking. Yeah, it's yeah. it's. 
I don't know what's going on. It's, it's, it's well, going to get weird. Well, we have a problem in the NFL. Yes. Yeah. And 70% of the players are black and we have one black head coach and it's Mike Tomlin. Who's been nothing short of, I don't know. Is and, he, is he the best coach not named uh, uh, Bill Belichick over the last 15 years? And the yeah. diversity in the ownership ranks of the NFL is amazing. It's an amazing 30 shades of white. <laughs> oh my God. And you brought him up. Good for you. Look yeah. at that. But see, I thought one of the problems was the Rooney rule was, it was, I know it had good intentions, but we talked about this before the show. If I'm an NFL owner, you're on my radar. You're the OC for, uh, I would say, I was going to say Dallas, but <laughs> I would never hire OC from Dallas. You're the OC. Oh, for he's the, still going to be there. The, you're the OC yeah, for yeah. the 49ers. Right. And I got you on my radar and I know I'm going to fire you at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Cause I want that OC. And then I got to bring in a, a, a person of color, waste their time with an, a sham interview. So it gets real uh, difficult because uh, well, the Rooney it, rule said you had to interview a person of color and, and I'm not an affirmative action guy. I, I'm a, I'm a fair and equitable, but not, not a affirmative. Action. I am a full and, and, and a wholehearted believer in free enterprise mm-hmm. and the owner should hire who they want to be there. It, they shouldn't be restricted. So, but I want the NFL to give incentives to do, for them to do the right thing and consider people honestly and transparently, as well as being honest and transparent, not just with minority coaches or minority hires, but with everybody. Whether it's a sham interview, if you're going to if interview, you know, somebody who isn't a minority, mm-hmm. be open and transparent. But at the end of the day, this is your bloody team, Mr. Billionaire, who <coughs> lives in a strata that I don't live in. Mm-hmm. It's your team. You can do what you want. But if the NFL could work out some sort of incentive structure to get them to do the right thing. Then, then maybe we get to a better place, whether it's extra draft picks, extra compensation, something that isn't the Rooney rule because you can't legislate morality, but you can regulate behavior. We can. And I, but I don't think that the owners of the Miami Dolphins three years ago said, hey, we're going to hire Brian Flores so we can fire him in three years. And I don't think that any owner, I think their intentions are this is the best guy for the team. And I understand it. It's just real dicey when you have such a disparity. So and something has to be figured out. I just don't know what it is. So here's where, where I want to step in because I honestly don't necessarily, I don't know what the problem is and I don't know how to fix it. Um, I would say for me, the big problem is owners and their idiocy. Um, you know, baseball wasn't integrated widely um, immediately after Jackie Robinson came in, it was because Jackie Robinson helped the Dodgers win the pennant and that other teams went, you know what? We better get some of these black ball players because yeah. they're helping them win. Yeah. And, well, and football wasn't in, wasn't reintegrated be- until LA told the Rams back in the day, you can't play in that stadium unless your team is integrated. The Redskins back when they were the Redskins were told you can't play on federal land unless the NFL reintegrates. They were forced to. Yeah. They didn't want to. So I guess my point is I'm just shocked that the NFL owners haven't figured out that having blackhead football coaches can be really good for winning. 
How well has Mike Tomlin done for God's sakes? I mean, when he was first hired, he was kind of a nobody. Nobody. There was nobody who was like cowers gone. Oh, but we got Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Nobody knew who the hell he was. Turns out he's like the black bill cower. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess better. Maybe. Uh, I just, I don't get it. I mean, find, find, find people who are having success. Who's the um, former running Eric B enemy. Yeah. Why is nobody hiring Eric B enemy? Well, he was on Bill Belichick staff. None of his assistants ever do well. Yeah. I mean, that is true, but like, <laughs> I'll take B enemy on my well, team. What about the uh, what about the um, for Tampa Bay, the offense, the OC there? Um, can't remember his name. Maybe you can look it up. Tampa Bay OC. He he, he was the quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah, can't think of who that is. Why? Uh, Brian Leftwich. Oh, Byron Leftwich. Why not? Why yeah. not him? Yeah, there's another guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know why. And I I guess the Rooney Rule gets it, it takes a hit here but i do see that there could be a, a value in getting an interview even if the person has already made up their mind you have a chance to change it yep. and secondly you get practice at doing those interviews which is going to help you and the rumor mill spreads that such as such andy moeller uh you know got the interview with the bingles and, you know, the, the the next team down the road hears about that and goes, well, if he was good enough to interview there, maybe he's good enough to interview here. And you walk into that next interview and you impress him and you get the gig. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't put my thumb on why it hasn't worked out better. Uh, they should be ashamed that it hasn't. The owners, but not necessarily the league in its entirety. Well, at the end of the day, I really don't know where the lawsuit will go. It'll probably be settled out of court. Um, hopefully, they'll, they'll they'll figure things out. But let's end on a positive. This note. is a, just one final sure. parting thought on on this lawsuit. This is going to be as big as Kurt Flood's lawsuit in seventy. Yeah, it could be. It's going it, to. It is going to. Re- it is. It is going to represent a monumental shift in the NFL. Uh, That's my prediction. I'm, I'm here for yeah, it. And, I'm here for it. And I'm not. I'm always for. I don't care if you're a Martian. From outer space, if you can lead my Bengals to the promised land, <laughs> it, it, it makes no difference to me. My my little dog at home, if he could be the head coach and he can get that team to play, if he has better time management skills, he could coach for the Cowboys. I mean, I <laughs> guess true. I guess to take this one step further, as my you, know, you can probably hear the gears in my brain clicking. I mean, twenty five, no, I guess a little longer, thirty five years ago, people thought you couldn't have a black quarterback. Yeah, right? I remember that. Like, and, and all it took was a couple guys, Doug Williams in particular, yeah. Warren Moon as well, yeah. like having that kind of success that everybody said, oh, okay, so yeah. it can be done. I just don't quite understand why that hasn't happened with black coaches. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't it, get it. It'll get there and, and they'll make it right. They're not going to have a choice. Let's end on a high note. Okay. The GOAT retired twice this week. I am very high about that. He retired twice this week. <laughs> No one's laughing. Well, you I, I will goodbye. be honest with you. I, I am shocked that he retired. You know, he's got to be pissed. Someone leaked. He's retiring. He can't do it on his own terms. Then he has to come out and do another retirement where, where he did. And I, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but all the talking heads in the media, he didn't thank the Patriots. He didn't. Well, he thanked them when he left 
And, and now he's thanking Bay, all of us and getting out and, of football. <laughs> did you know he led the league in receiving and touchdowns this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and yards. So I'm going to say five, over five he, left, he didn't win the Super Bowl, but he left on top. Yeah. He could Absolutely. very he could very well be the MVP. Yeah, that's crazy. I still am not 100% sure he's gone. I'm not either. All right. You want to hear my theory? He comes back in two years. Week. No. Jimmy Garofalo's gone. He's gone. Oh, no, 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 no. Do not, do not saddle my 49ers with this jackass. <laughs> His parents live in San Francisco. Hmm. Setting up. I have Same. a second cousin in San Francisco, according to Ancestry.com. Those aren't your parents. <laughs> Those aren't your elderly parents. One He's thing- a California kid. His parents live in the area. They have a Super Bowl caliber defense. They have Super Bowl caliber uh, weapons. At the skills positions, if San Francisco calls him and says, dude, one more, just give me one more. We'll give you whatever you want monetarily this year. We'll even, we'll draft another lineman for you. We'll get you all the help you need. One more year. Is he dry drunk with him? Oh, count on. They already got Kittles. Well, yeah, they got Kittle. Yeah. I will go on record. I do not want him. I do not want ever the contrarian. Do you want Jimmy G? No, I want or, Trey Lance. I want Trey Lance. Oh, you're fucked. Oh, oh yeah, sorry, that's mom. a terrible decision. Yeah, yeah. He, he's you no, he's like no. ready. I am. I am riding with John Lynch on this. The reports from John Lynch are this kid is the real deal. We've coached him up in this in this season, and that's the reason why we kept him out of the games when we didn't have to have him in there. I am. I am riding with John Lynch. John Lynch is my hero. He can come on the show whenever he wants. I just want to follow. I want to follow his take here. Yeah. I want to start a second year guy who's looked like crap the couple of times he's played because I don't want the goat on my squad for one season to take me to a Super Bowl. Is that what he is that the take? Yep. Yep. I and that's golden Joe Burrow. I I I nurse my hatred like a little chick after Easter. I will say this though. I I wasn't a big Brady fan, but I've come to appreciate his his goatness. I appreciate and respect him. I just don't. I just okay. don't. I was I, I never well, a Patriots you know, at, fan. At some, at some point, he is 44. So go with your guy. He's going to tank. And then when you finish 6 and 11 <laughs> the, next year, we'll get you a quarterback. The, the only thing that I'm worried about next season for my Niners is the NFC West. Oh, it's down. Cardinals, Rams. You got to worry about the, uh, Rodgers. He's going to be Seahawks. playing for the. Yeah. You heard what are you first. worried about? I'm worried about the Cardinals and the Rams. Why would we worry about the Cardinals? They kill themselves every year, and they're, they're going to continue to. They're cursed because they won't return that trophy from 1919 or something. I do not worry about the Cardinals. <laughs> Obviously, the Rams will still be good. Yeah, but you don't have to worry about Seattle or the Cardinals anymore. Well, you just need to worry I don't about, think. about the Denver Broncos because you heard it here first. Aaron Rodgers is going to. Be a Denver Bronco next year. You think so? Yeah. They hired their their GM from. Oh, they're, yeah, yeah, their offensive coordinator. It, would make, sense. it would make sense. Yeah, he's in. Well, I got to meet a customer because I have a real job in 20 minutes. Do okay, you really? Yeah. Is there no, I meant do you really have a real job? <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not, this is just a fucking hobby. <laughs> is there anything else you want to talk about? Um. 
Spurs look like crap, but we're getting closer yeah. to where, where I want to be, which is uh, really high up in the lottery. So, 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 so how much of a lead do the Spurs need that to have that they won't give it back on? We are not good in the, in the nut crunch. Okay. <laughs> we suck in the last five minutes, but I don't think that that's unexpected. We're a young, uh, you know, kind of new team figuring it out. And I'm totally okay being young, dumb, and exciting, which is what they've been all year. Even with only 19 wins, I think that yeah. it's been a kind of a fun year. You're young, dumb, and full of calm, but they got excited. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm sorry, Mom. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mom, too. She would never listen to this. No, you're right. <laughs> it's way right. too long, and she doesn't understand sports. Okay. You end the show? Uh, see, that's how I end the show. And we're out. <laughs> and I'm gone. Oh, H. And I'm.